Hi, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of With Love from Joe. Um, you know, this is my very first time recording a podcast, and if you guys wanted to know why I created it, it's because I wanted to give a little bit of sisterly advice to everybody who's going through their 20s, which is probably one of the most confusing times of our lives. Um, and yeah, so we're going to touch upon topics that I would have liked to have um, had with myself in my early 20s, or even with myself now. Um, and, you know, kind of help relate with you guys. You guys are not alone. Uh, so yeah, so today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about healing. And I think that healing is a trending topic. Uh, you know, I see it in TikTok all the time, healing girls, healing journey, blah, blah. And I think that it's really important to talk about it. Talk about what a healing process is. Talk about what healing is. Um, and I know that a lot of people are going through it. So first and foremost, uh, I think we should define what healing is. So, you know, we see a lot of people post on TikTok and Reels saying healing, healing post-breakup. And I really don't think healing has to do with just breakups. Um, in fact, the definition that I give to healing is when you are getting over a period in your life where you've lost yourself, where you've lost your roots, where you've lost... Um, or perhaps you've kind of left astray your values, your core values, and now you're trying to get back to that stability. That's what I think healing is. And I think that it's important to give healing that subjective meaning because, you know, everyone should be able to relate. We shouldn't just keep healing as just something for breakups. No, 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 no. You know, healing is a process that everyone goes through and you can you can put a name to it if you you know you didn't get that that job and and you know you were trying to fit in and 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 you were with the wrong crowd and and all of a sudden you feel like your life is a chaos and you're trying to get back to how you were before that is healing and if you're going through that it's okay to call it that you're healing so today we're going to talk about 10 points on what going through a healing process is like and what, you know, just little tips. Just because I also feel like I'm going through my own healing journey and I'd like to share what is helping me get through it and what I've realized uh, through all this this time. So the first thing is, um, well, I guess, first off, I just want to say this is my first podcast and am I a little nervous? Absolutely. Absolutely I am, okay? But you know what I'm doing right now? I'm lying in bed. I have my pillows. Let me just fix them a little bit. There we go. And I'm going to pretend that I'm talking to my very best friend on FaceTime. All right. Let's get talking now that I'm comfortable. So point number one. It's really important to understand your feelings and find their root cause during your healing process. So what does that mean? When you're healing, you have so many emotions that are just so overwhelming. I know that I get overwhelmed with all these emotions. And then what's bad about this is that I will actually use these emotions <laughs> and target other people when they're not even involved in my negativity. You know, they're, they're not even involved in my pro- problem. But because I haven't been able to pinpoint my feelings um, and actually find the root cause... I'll refer these negative emotions to other people who don't need to be treated that way, 
you know? So it's important to just sit down and figure out what you're feeling and why you're feeling that. And it is the most intimidating thing you could do because as human beings, we do not like to be vulnerable. We really, really don't like to be vulnerable. And sitting down with your feelings is probably one of the most vulnerable things you could do. To feel all that hurt and all that pain, all that confusion, all that anger, all that frustration, that is putting yourself in a very vulnerable position. And not a lot of people do that. So I think, you know, it is important to just sit down. Um, I did this today, for example. I had a really tough time trying to figure out where all these negative emotions came from. And I grabbed a pen and my journal and I started writing it all down. What am I feeling? I feel anxious. And what's causing my anxiety? Well, I think it's this. And why do you think? You know, and and just by writing them down, it gave me a little bit more of a clear picture of, okay, why am I feeling this way? And do I need to act the way that I'm acting because of these feelings? Um, I also want to add to this that I recently got into meditation. And one of the things that really, like, really got to me was... During a meditation, I repeated a mantra and it said, you are not your feelings. I'm going to be completely honest. Half of the time when people say their mantras, I don't really understand them. I don't. Again, I'm new to meditation. But this one I got. I got. Because it's true. I am not. I am not my feelings. A feeling is a state. Okay? For those, you know, who took chemistry, a state is something that can... That is dynamic. It can change, right? It can change. So a feeling is not a permanent, a permanent thing that will always be there. You know, it's dynamic. Depending on the day, depending on the people that surround you, depending on the occasion, it will change. So if you have a negative feeling, if you have, you know, frustration, or if you're anxious, or if you're sad, or if you know you have so much hurt. This will pass, but it doesn't define you. You are not a negative person. I remember thinking and I remember feeling all of these negative feelings before my healing process, you know, um, my healing um, journey. I had all of these negative feelings. And then I looked at myself. And when I looked at myself in the mirror, I saw a negative picture, a negative person in front of me just felt sorry. I felt sorry for that person. Because I didn't realize, Joe, you're not your feelings. These are a state. You, you are so much more. Look at all of this potential that you have. You are so much more. So I think feelings are super important. Uh, Going back to the point, understand your feelings and find their root cause. And last but not least, make sure that you don't let these feelings define you because they don't define you. They're just a state, a state that you're in. They're not your definition. Second point is it's okay to hurt and it's okay to feel pain. I think that this is so beautiful and so intimidating. When you're going through a healing process, it's okay to cry. It's okay to understand that you've been hurt. You have been hurt. Whether it's been a person who's hurt you, whether you have gone through a long journey just to try to get you know a certain outcome, but you didn't get it. You know, whether you've 
lost a friend, whether you've moved away and you're out of your comfort zone, you're feeling hurt and pain, it's okay to feel it. It's okay to sit down and feel it for a little bit because it grounds you. You have to just be able to get out of it. Um, one thing that I do is I will sit with myself. If I start feeling hurt and pain, one day let me cry. Let me stay in bed. Let me just absolutely feel this pain. But then the next day, it's done. I have to move on. I have to step out of my bed. I have to make my bed and move and, and walk and get up and be strong because the thing with hurt is it's okay to feel it, but it's not okay to let it consume you. The other reason why it's really important to feel hurt is because and pain is because it's a sign of growth. I think this is beautiful to think about because, you know, you don't think of pain as a positive thing or or hurt as a positive. Like, you know, you don't you don't think of that, you know, discomfort as a positive thing. But growth actually is something that takes you out of your comfort zone. Growth is something that helps you learn, you know, through hurt and pain, you have experienced something that has changed you or is changing you. And that change, that positive change, and that positive growth will cause discomfort. You won't love it. But once you've changed, once you once you've grown, you will feel so much better than what you were before. It's a transitional period, and that's why it's okay to hurt and to feel pain, because you're growing. Just know that it should not consume you. The third point is to love. During your healing process, man, during your healing process, it is one of the hardest times to love, but it is the most crucial time to love. And if you have a really hard time loving yourself, in the healing process, it's probably the best time to do so. Because, let's see, when you have a kid, okay, maybe some of you have kids, I don't personally, I have a puppy, so I can relate to that. Um, But I'm going to give you an example, you have a kid, the kid's staying home from school because, you know, the kid is sick, okay? What are you going to do with this kid? Are you going to just, you know, let him be, give him some medicine, he'll be fine? No, he's a kid, you know. Get him in bed, hug him, cuddle him, you know, nurture him, love him, you know, give him his medicine, care for him. Use your love to help this this child heal. And that's what you need to do with yourself. Look at yourself from the outside looking in and say, this person needs to be loved and cared for physically and mentally. You have to do that. You have to, you have to give yourself love. And by doing this, it's going to little by little help you not only look at yourself and just feel so much love for yourself, but also to live an independent life and be happy without having to rely on other people or other materialistic things. One thing that I did is I do not know what kind of hobbies I like. When you're little, you you have so many hobbies when you're little, you know. But I decided let's bring those hobbies back. Let's start drawing again. Let's start <laughs> vlogging again. 
Let's start singing again. You know, these are all things that to love yourself, you have to love yourself physically and mentally. Stimulate your brain, you know. Go to a coffee shop that you've always wanted to go to by yourself. Go to the gym. Get out there. Walk. Get that dopamine rush. Give yourself healthy things. Make healthy foods. Healthy, you know, lifestyles. Don't rely on substances to help you heal. Purify you and just love you. With Through balance, you know, if you have to go out there, dance with your friends, have a couple of drinks, go out there. That's not, you know, that makes you happy. Go for it. But find balance, right? Love is all about balance. Come back the next couple of days, detoxify yourself, give yourself healthy foods, stimulate that brain. Love. Love yourself more than anything. Or I'd like to say more, more than anyone. Mm-hmm. The fourth point. And I'm going to say 10 points, okay? I think that I have a lot of little things that I'd like to say. So the the fourth point is, um, and I think it kind of goes back to the feeling one. It's understanding the importance of not, <laughs> I don't know why I wrote it like this, but I said understanding the importance of not hating and focusing the feelings on you. So again, the negative feelings that you feel during your healing process, and I have, I feel so bad. Because I know for a fact that I felt all of these negative emotions and I've referred them to the people who are the closest to me, like my mom and my dad. You know, if I'm frustrated and healing and I'm hurt, I'll go to my mom and dad's just to visit. And I know that I, I'm frustrated and I'm just bothered and and I will be snappy at them. And it's just so sad because they have, you know, they have nothing to do with it. They don't understand what I'm going through, right? It's just so sad. So that's why it's important to understand your feelings. Write them down because the people who love you the most around you should not be the ones who are affected by your negative your negative feelings. They're just there to help. And uh, you just end up losing more people during your healing journey when you need them. You need them. You know, my mom and dad are definitely my rock. And those negative emotions and I think that goes for at any point during your life you know if you have a shitty day at work you come home or you know you you got into a fight with someone somewhere and you come home and you're mean to your partner that's not right right so understand your feelings and I I'm still working on this one for sure my fifth point is grounding yourself okay this one is important I have a lot of difficulty focusing on the now. And what I mean by grounding yourself is just focus on your reality. Don't focus on the what what ifs. What if, you know, what if this doesn't work out? Or what if, you know, I'm trying to heal, but at the end of the day, this isn't worth it. What if, what if, what if in the future? What if, like, no. Ground yourself. You also can't, can't continue thinking about the past. If I did this, it would have been better. I should have done, the, done, done that and this. No. Remember, like, again, what, is, what happens in the future, you cannot control. And what happened in the past, you cannot change. So you can only truly focus on the today, on the now. And I really do this through journaling and meditation. So journaling, how was your day? What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? Journal that. I wake up and I have lungs and I'm able to breathe and I'm able to see and I'm able to touch and I have my puppy here with me and 
I'm able to have friends and I'm able to laugh. That grounds you. What do you have around you right now? Journal that and meditate. I think meditating is so important because it clear like again, healing your soul, your heart, your your body is important. And through meditation, you get through to kind of organize your thoughts, you know. And meditating also helps, you know, reiterate the point that you know you're here. You're here right now. You know, you'll start saying, I am confident, I am happy, I am, you know. You just focus on the now. One thing that I do, I do tend to get quite anxious. One thing that um, my therapist said is, if you start thinking about the future too much and it's starting to get very anxiety-inducing, focus on your senses right now. What can you see? Name three things that you can see. What can you touch? Name three things that you can touch. What can you hear? Name two things that you can hear smell, taste. These are all things that you can do to help ground yourself. Focus on the now. (laughs) The sixth point is try to reduce any negative stimulus, any negative and confusing stimulus. So what what do I mean by this? Okay, people who are negative around you. So people who truly cause you negativity. Um, limit interaction with them. For example, I love my parents with all of my heart. They're very, very strict immigrant parents and I adore them. So I know when I need to go see them. But sometimes, you know, they do ask a lot from me. And during my healing process, uh, sometimes they can cause a little bit more anxiety. I adore my parents. But when I know that perhaps I'm not having a great day and I may hurt them with my words, but they may also hurt me with theirs, I will stay home. And I will, you know, focus on me. Or if I know that there is a group of friends that tend to go out a lot, or, you know, they surround themselves with negative values, like, I know, you know, like, just they they, they tend to be gossipy, and they tend, like, I don't need that. And I'm going to step away. And also, if that's someone that, for example, you know, you've been dating in the past, and they're the reason why you're trying to heal, stay away from them. It's so important. Just stay away from them. Try to reduce that negative and confusing stimuli. Don't do that to yourself. You know? My seventh point is to have emotional rest. And I guess that goes with the last point. Try to keep a stable a stable set of emotions. You know? Just try to get Just try to create an environment where it is stable. It is stable. It's not going to cause you huge highs or huge lows. And a great way to do this is establish a routine in your life. Because that's going to give you so much more emotional rest. I know what I'm doing in the morning. And I know how the end of the day is going to finish. I'm not going to be all over the place. Create a routine. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It really is. It it just really calms you down. I can't I can't explain it. And I think one of the reasons why I was so anxious before I got to this point in my life is because I didn't have a routine. It was so dynamic. My life was so dynamic. And now that I've created this routine, I uh the difference is just is wild. Don't get me wrong. I still need to continue, you know, but it's yeah, it's good. 
Um, maybe I'll do less than 10 points. My next point is during your healing process, balance being with people and being independent. It's good to be alone. It's good to learn to heal alone. It's good to do the things that you need to do for yourself to heal your heart and your mind and your physical body. I mean, you know, I don't love to be alone. I'm a really social person. I have my little puppy with me. But sometimes I need that. I need to be alone to just figure out my thoughts, to calm down, to make myself laugh by watching my own reality TV shows. Because you know what? Not everyone likes my reality TV shows, but I like them. And I, I, I don't need to please anybody. So if I'm alone, I'm happy. And then it also teaches me to love myself on my own. Not ba- you know, not needing validation from anybody. But then have that balance. You can't always be on your own. Sometimes you need to have those socialization. Find that balance between being alone and then going out with your friends. You know, if you start say, feeling like, oh, I don't really want to go. I, like, I don't know. I'd rather be. No. If you start feeling that every time your friends ask you out and you just felt like, you know, I've been asked out five times. I've said no to all of those offers. Start going out too. Don't shut yourself. Human interaction is important. It is so important. And surround yourself with the positive people. You know? Last but not least, understand that healing has its ups and its downs. And I'm usually the weakest at its downs. I'll always want to reach back to a perfect... uh, not perfect. For example, uh, I was going to say it in French, par exemple, but for example, I always want to reach out to the people who maybe have hurt me in the past, or I always start thinking when I'm at my lowest, like, this isn't worth it, and then my mentality will just be so negative. But then the next day, I'll be fine, I'll feel strong, I'll feel independent. It's so scary when you go through your negative days or your low days because it's never, it is never linear. It is just such a wave of emotions. You'll be high, you'll be low. But the amplitude, what I mean is the difference between your highs and your lows will get smaller and smaller. So for the rest of your life, you're going to have highs and lows. But if you're able to heal and control yourself and control your emotions, those differences will be smaller and they won't hurt you as much. And I haven't gotten there, but I really, really am looking forward to that day. The reason why someone heals is because you want to enjoy life and be grateful for every moment and every, every aspect of your life. You also want to make sure that you're living life based on your own values and you have that stability, you know, but you also want to heal because you want to be able to love yourself and love others and love others, you know, like, and let others into your life. It is so important to heal. I don't want to be sad and I don't want to treat the people around me negatively. So it's important to heal. Anyway, that was my first podcast. Um, I had a lot of fun doing it. I think, you know, I think I'm going to bring on more points. 
I think I also want to create like a little segment beforehand about what has happened to me in the week, you know, the good, the bad, and maybe also like some recommendations of things that I found to be useful for me in my life, little interesting things or a new song or, you know, what, what, what's really vibing for me. I think that's what I want to do. But for now, this is my first podcast and I thought this was a great way to start it. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to try to post. <laughs> I don't have a schedule yet, but I'm really trying to trying to post every Thursday if I can. Um, and yeah, I'm just here to give you guys some tips uh, and hopefully you guys could relate. And with that, um, all I'm going to say is love you all very much. And I'll see you all next week. Bye.